What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Top 5 at 5 with your host, Johnny Quest. Today is Tuesday, October 20th. Here's what you missed while you were busy preparing for a Call of Duty Warzone zombie takeover in Verdansk. Sounds like I know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I don't. But it sounds cool. Okay, today's first story. All right, after that long inquiry into the tech giants by Congress, the Justice Department made their first move and filed an antitrust lawsuit against Google, claiming illegal monopolization of the search and ad markets. This is the biggest legal challenge to a tech company since the Microsoft battles of the 90s. Quote, American consumers are forced to accept Google's policies, privacy practices, and use of personal data. And new companies with innovative business models can't emerge from Google's long shadow. We're asking the court to break Google's grip on search distribution so that competition and innovation can take hold, end quote. Ouch. Now, on the flip side, Google obviously disagrees and thinks the case is completely flawed in that, quote, people use Google because they choose to, not because they're forced to or can't find alternatives, end quote. I mean, I guess. But how often have you heard anyone say, hey, look that up on DuckDuckGo or the famous Bing that, just Bing it. Nobody uses Bing because Google does search the best, but also because Google cuts deals. See, at the heart of the government's case is Google's use of exclusive contracts to become the default search engine on other companies' browsers and devices. Boom. Those exclusive contracts is what will be their undoing. Just like Microsoft and the default browser options of Internet Explorer back in the day. But what do you think? Send me your thoughts and comments. You know how to reach me at Johnny Quest. There's going to be another presidential debate soon. Yeah, it's going to happen. But they're trying to make it a little less of a circus and maybe corral the horses a bit. So they announced today the Committee on Presidential Debates, that is, that they're instituting the Johnny Quest rule. I mean, it should be named after me, right? I suggested it right here on this show. I'm sure I was the first, right? Anyways, they're instituting a muted mic. Yeah, but it's only for the first two minutes that the candidate gets to answer each initial question and then the rebuttal the next two minutes. After that, break out the shots because it's open season for the rest of that question. Great. Of course, the Presidente went on Fox and Friends this morning and called it crazy and just one of many funny things that the commission has done to undermine him. Apparently, he doesn't like being asked about being a racist over and over. These people are not good people. There's nothing fair about this debate, but that's okay. I don't know. Listen, the debate is this Thursday. Kristen Walker is going to be moderating. It'll be fun. Let's not cut ourselves. It's going to be another train wreck. You guys know hyperbole, right? You know, when you make these exaggerating statements that you know they're not true, like basically almost everything that comes out of Trumpito's mouth, just stretching things so it makes him look better. All right, so get this. You know, he's out there at a rally packed with more future hospital patients, and he starts talking about hacking. Yeah, there's the story of the C-SPAN editor, Steve Scully, that got caught lying about being hacked when he inadvertently tweeted at someone instead of sending a DM. And then there's, you know, the Biden story that I spoke about yesterday, where there's thoughts that the information obtained might have been hacked information. So 
Professor Trump, cybersecurity expert, decided to weigh in on this topic in front of his followers and say this prescient statement. Nobody gets hacked. To get hacked, you need somebody with a 197 IQ and needs about 15% of your password. What the heck is this dude talking about? Nobody gets hacked? My guy, your hotel was hacked twice in the last six years. But you know, he's just hyper you know it's just an exaggeration of course people get hacked but that's not the problem because this guy always exaggerates at what point do his followers know when he's for real or not when he's just retweeting something like a crazy uncle or he really believes QAnon? quote it's easy to ignore what could be considered a throwaway line to say that nobody gets hacked might seem harmless on the face of it but to claim so is dangerous it's as bad as saying something is unhackable or hack proof ask anyone who works in cybersecurity, and they'll tell you that no person or company can ever make that assurance Absolute security doesn't exist. But for those who don't know any different, it's an excuse not to think about their own security. Yes, you should use a password manager. Absolutely, turn on two-factor authentication whenever you can. Do the basics because hackers don't need an IQ score of 197 to break into your account. All they need is for you to lower your guard. You know that stimulus we spoke about yesterday? Well, the deadline was actually today, not last night. And it wasn't a deadline for a deal, but at least to get terms settled. And there's reports that they're locked in some last minute negotiations right now. So maybe it'll happen for election day. Don't count on it. Why not? Well, I told you the Senate has to approve it as well. And Mitch McConnell is now accusing Nancy Pelosi of fake negotiation. Yeah, see, he's saying she only wants to deal on this to stall the Senate vote on confirming future Supreme Court Justice Amy Coney Barrett before the election. Not that that would mean anything because it's just going to stall, but he's confirmed remarks saying that even if the House agreed on a stimulus package and it had Trump's support, he would put it on the Senate floor for a vote at some point. Yeah, he won't commit to a vote before the election. So if the GOP was hoping to get some favor by some last minute stimmy checks and PPP loans, don't look like it's going to happen for you. All right, this last story. Well, it's going to introduce two new phrases into your language today. The first one, unfortunately, it's called zoom dick. Yeah, sorry, ladies. But apparently, there's still dudes out here working with no pants on. And we shouldn't have to tell you to at least wear some drawers around the house, especially when on a work video conference. Well, Jeffrey Tubin, he didn't get the memo. He's a writer over at The New Yorker and CNN's chief legal analyst. And it looks like he's been suspended by The New Yorker for zoom dicking a conference call between The New Yorker and WNYC radio last week. Yeah, quote, I mean, made an embarrassingly stupid mistake believing I was off camera. I apologize to my wife, family, friends, and co-workers, Tubin told Motherboard. I believed I was not visible on Zoom. I thought no one on the Zoom call could see me. I thought I had muted the Zoom video, he added, end quote. So you, you must be wondering, right? Like, how did this fool expose his junk on a Zoom call? What did he do? Did he inadvertently stand up? Did he think the door was closed? What happened? What? Well, apparently he was on another video call at the same time and well, quote, the sources said that when the groups returned from their breakout rooms, Tubin lowered the camera. The people on the call said they could see Tubin 
touching his penis. Subin then left the call. Moments later, he called back in, unaware of what colleagues had been able to see, and the video call continued, end quote. Yes, like, dude, what? What is wrong with you? Yes, this dude was jerking off on camera. Or rather, your other new phrase of the day, pulling a tubin. Guys, don't get caught pulling a tubin. Put your dick away. Well, <laughs> my beautiful people, those are my top five news stories of the day. I don't really have too much other bonus news here today. Other than reminding you, World Series starts tonight on Fox. It's at 8 o'clock Eastern time. I guess that makes that 5 o'clock Pacific. Dodgers and the Rays. LA versus Tampa. Not too often you get the two best teams in baseball to play each other, but it should happen. Weird, they're not playing in their home field this year. They're playing right outside of Dallas and Arlington, Texas Rangers. They're trying to keep the COVID thing down, but I mean, they're going to be fans in the audience, and it's Texas. <sighs> Anyways, if you're one of those people that only watches World Series Championship, first game starts tonight. All right, so thanks once again to all my regular listeners. You know where to tell your friends to find me, top5at5.com. Welcome if you're new. And as always, remember, stay focused, stay proud, and stay dedicated in all you do dodge the rest and catch up with me because i got you with the news shout out to sadie's